This is Catherine Toon, and welcome to Perspectives with Catherine Toon. I have a topic that I've been having a good time kind of researching, sitting with, and I think it's going to be helpful for you. Otherwise, I don't know why I'm doing it, but anyway, (laughs) yay, it'll be helpful. I'm titling it Strategies for a Happy Life. And you know, people are struggling with record high levels of depression, whether it's dysphoria, which is a sort of, eh, <laughs> or just really down and out debilitating depression. And, and this has always been a thing. This is a thing when I was growing up. It was a thing before I ever entered the planet. It has been a thing with humanity. Obviously, a lot of the unrest with COVID and the political fallout and you name it have really aggravated it. And our families have not been super healthy. And that will aggravate that as well. If you look at some statistics, and I'm just going to throw you a, a couple just because it gives some context. This disorder is most common in young adults between 18 and 25. Isn't that sad? Just in the times when, wow, you've kind of made it through high school or whatever, and you're starting your life out, and it is really tough. About 31% of people living in poverty have been uh, diagnosed with a disorder. One in eight women experience postpartum depression. As many as 37% of university and college students, that's kind of that age range in the U.S., have depression. 66.5% of trans teens have depression. 60% of children and adolescents with depression don't get any treatment at all. Boy, that's problematic. Dive in there. I mean, there is no sense in suffering longer than you do. Approximately 31% of of people uh, experienced a depression due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, So, Okay, there's a naggy butt thing, and I, it's not being naggy butt. That is where people are living and where people are hurting. That could be you right now. And let me just help you. If that is you, there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Wow, you don't need condemnation on top of the pain you're feeling. However, there are things to do that help, and there are things that can make you more um, solid so you get out of it quicker or you tend to uh, sort of inoculate yourself against going there. Um, and there are things that have been shown if, if, if you look at the psychological literature and then you look at something, wow, maybe even as wise and ancient as scripture and what it has to bear and all of those things, these are to help you and you are loved in the midst. And, uh, please remember that. Be reminded. Uh, but just some things basically in the psychological literature that have been shown to help. Relationships are essential. So a major study followed by hundreds of men for more than 70 years found the happiest and the healthiest were those who cultivated strong relationships with people they trusted to support them. Now, I would add to this, cultivate a strong relationship with the one who loved you and gave himself up for you. That will help you weather, but you need relationships with people. This is not just me and Jesus. This is me and Jesus and everyone else were called to 
be one. We are wired for a relationship. And when we, we sort of push that away because we've been hurt or being self-protective, we really shoot ourselves in the foot. Do what you need to do to heal, but also reach out. And, and you know, maybe you need boundaries. There's so many different things that go into a healthy relationship, but like invest in that. It pays off huge dividends that uh, the psychological literature bears out. Uh, another thing, time beats money. A number of studies have shown that happier people prefer to have more time in their lives than money. Even trying to approach life from that mindset seems to make people more content. We know a lot of people who have a lot of money and they're miserable. And there's people that are poor that are miserable. You know, and there's people in between. But I'm saying your happiness is not found in things. Okay. And by, by all means, enjoy the things, but realize the things that matter are people and relationships, your relationship with yourself, uh, your relationship with God. These are things to invest in and will help make you strong. Even though money and things are not a huge thing, it does have, uh, it helps to have enough money to pay the bills. If you're constantly stressed out about where the rent money's come from or whatever, that really creates uh, problems. So there are things you can do to help yourself so you can uh, uh, get in a place where you can pay your bills and uh, lots of different programs to help with that. But it does take some uh, discipline and some work, dang it, you know, and there are things that you can do. Number four, it's worth stopping to smell the roses. Absolutely. There are things along, strewn along your path, hidden in every single day that are right there. And to say, enjoy me. Jesus came that we might have and enjoy life to the full till it overflows. And this sense of like barreling through and pushing through and always having to do the have tos where you don't put in those get tos. Or maybe you need to reframe your have tos. Uh, a lot of, we're going to talk about perspective in a bit. I'm just starting off with the psychological literature. Acts of kindness boost your mood. Uh, you know what? When you are kind to people, you're actually tracking with who you are. And people that are kind to people tend to, to reap what they sow. And that's a beautiful way. I'm kind to you. You're kind to me. Wow. Life is better. Life is better when we're acting lovely towards one another. Isn't that great? Surprise someone. Pay for the, the person's coffee in the car behind you. It'll just make you happy. It's amazing how that happens. And then you'll tend to reap that. And that's just more happy. Uh, so you can cultivate that. Very practical thing. Breaking a sweat is more than about burning calories. Studies show that increased levels of physical activity are connected to higher levels of happiness. Exercise tends to mitigate the symptoms of some mental illness as well. And this is true. Now, a caveat to that is when it is not making the exercise and having the perfect body and weighing the perfect weight, whatever those things mean, to be the thing, because then you're just putting pressure on yourself. But it's enjoying the process. And a lot of times to help bring us down, things that we do that are rhythmic. So walking or jogging or bicycling uh, or swimming, just repetitive movement, even for short periods of time, really elevate our mood. And so this is really important. Take care of yourself. You are worth it. You will feel better. Also, people who uh, exercise tend to have higher serotonin levels. Serotonin is the happy hormone. Do that. That will just help you have more capacity as the crap of life happens because it does. Number seven, fun is more valuable than material items. People tend to be happier if they spend their money on experiences 
uh, rather than things. They also found that buying things that allow you to have experiences like rock climbing uh, shoes or a new book to read, things that you can invest to buy things in order you can do things and share them with people or do something that means something to you. Take the time to do that. If it's walking around the pond and feeding the ducks, whatever it is, those things are important. Pay heed. Pay heed to your own heart. There are things that you really enjoy that add to your well-being. Make sure you do those on a regular basis. It's really important, right? Don't don't buy the, the thing that I have to do in order to be you already are amazing. And so go feed the ducks or go whatever it is that you enjoy. Uh, it helps to stay present in the moment. Several studies have found that people who practice mindfulness and meditation experience greater well-being. Well, let me just help you. These things are Jesus things. These things are things with people that don't recognize it as Jesus. Great. It's whatever. They're all good for you. So, you know, the Bible says meditate on what is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, excellent, praiseworthy. Think on these things. You're thinking on these things. It adds to your well-being. It helps ground you in the moment. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. Number nine, time with friends is well spent. This is important and not everybody's an, an extrovert. So, you know, the extroverts want tons of people. Maybe the introverts maybe just need one, one close friend. And maybe you don't need to be meeting as often, but you need to meet. It makes such a difference. I just had a major weekend with lots of reconnecting with people, and it was so joyful, but I had to be intentional. Um, and I can tend to be task-oriented, task um, but I so enjoy people, and so let's do that. Uh, we're better together, right? I, these are things that I added on myself. Create meaningful goals and celebrate baby steps as you cheer yourself on. So a meaningful goal. So maybe these are things that to take care of yourself. Maybe these are things like, wow, I want to give more. Maybe these things are, wow, I want to read more. All of these things. And then when you do that, create baby step goals. So, you know, the people that are like, well, you know, I'm going to get in shape. And so I'm going to run a marathon. Well, let's start off with walking around the block. And so you can pat yourself and celebrate yourself with the goals you are doing. You know, small things. How do you eat an elephant one step at a time, one bite at a time? Well, you know, if you're, if you're pushing yourself too hard, then you're taking the joy from the activity. There's joy in every single activity and celebrate the baby steps. Don't be like, well, it's not worth it. No, the baby step is huge. So yay you for that. Uh, and that will make you ha happier because you're on your own side, cheering yourself on. Pour yourself into something bigger than yourself. You know, self-focus is really depressing. I think that's probably one of the reasons why a lot of our youth are so depressed because we are so freaking fracking self-focused. Navel gazing is depressing because guess what you see when you navel get, you see your navel. And I'm just telling you, that's depressing. I don't care if you have an innie, an Audi, it's a flat stomach or not, right? That kind of self-absorption uh, is incredibly depressing. So make sure that you're investing in something bigger than yourself and do something regularly for that. It doesn't have to be every single day, but do something once a week or once every couple of weeks. So it, it will mean a lot, right? Allow yourself, this is another Catherine help, uh, to do something creative or something you already do in a creative way. I'm not like hyper, like creative, um, you know, with writing music or art or whatever. Um, and part of the reason why that got shut down in my life is I made it such a performance issue. I took all the joy out of it. But if you can just flow with what you have and enjoy with what you have 
and celebrate the process and the very act of being creative, that's a beautiful thing. And maybe, maybe it's creative with something different. Maybe you've got a creativity for organizations. Come to my house and help organize me, please. But that, that'll just give you like so fulfilling, right? Cause you did something in a, did something in a creative way. We're all creative. Okay key perspective. This is huge. You know, it, you know, Paul said these light and momentary troubles are working for me a for far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Well, you know what? His, his light and momentary troubles were like, oh, wow, I got lashed, you know, 39 minus one, 30, 40 minus one, you know, uh, just, just so that I would survive and suffer the most. You know, I, I'm in prison. I was set at sea. I was betrayed. I mean, these are not fun things, but he had this eternal perspective that really does. You know what? When you're hooked up with Jesus and he's the one that can carry the weight of the suffering that you really do feel and you invite him in it. Wow. It's amazing uh, how you can see a perspective. It's like, you know what? This is not my own life. I'm, I'm constantly telling Robert, who's kind of in that stage, tell, you know, Robert, you had a bad day, not a bad life. And we need to reframe things. Okay, I maybe had a bad season. Maybe had a bad five years. You know, I mean, you know, really rugged. Wow. Well, that does not negate an 80 plus year life. Okay. And so keeping perspective and with this uh, flip to the positive, you know, this really helps people. You know, the people that flip to the negative, you know what that fruit is? They just get negative. These are not happy people. And I know people that fight for the right. You know, I, we're not trying to be Pollyannish or something stupid, but there's all, it's, it's a real thing that, you know what? Wow. We can flip to the positive. So, you know what? This really sucks. This really sucks. This really sucks. Hallelujah. It's only temporary. Uh, this really sucks. This really sucks. But man, I'm learning something about myself. This really sucks. This really sucks. This really sucks. Well, I'm learning how to trust Jesus because I'm not getting out of this by myself. This really sucks. This really sucks. This really sucks. But wow, I have learned the friends that are really there for me. These are the friends that didn't walk out the door when everyone else did. You know, there's always a way that you can flip it. And if you focus on the flip, which is actually there just as much as the neggy thing is, you're going to be able to handle it more and flip out of your funk quicker. You know, if a, if a glass is half empty, it's also half full. You might as well point to the reality of the half full because that will help you cope better. And that is a matter of self-discipline. It really is. And you can just get the habit of it. As some people naturally gravitate that way, well, you can cultivate this because it will help you. Everybody's constantly trying to pop balloons. The other thing is like, People don't want to be around you if you're popping balloons. And then you tend to get isolated. Well, no one likes me. Yeah, because every time I get around you, you're popping my balloon, <laughs> right? You're energy depleting rather than, wow, you know what? Let's see how we can flip this into a better space. Keep a gratitude journal. This was actually the psychological research that was there. But, you know, grateful people are happy people. And a gratitude journal is like, wow, this is good, and this is good, and this is good, and this is good. I kind of keep an ongoing inner gratitude journal, and everything I do, I'm flipping it. So I constantly feel like I'm flipping into the gratitude thing, <laughs> which is good. But sometimes you need something really tangible. So a journal is really helpful. So, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Jesus, I'm wondering where you are here. It was like, you came here, here, through here, 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 here. And okay, I might just be able to make it through. I might just be able to stay saved now. And right, it's so silly. Right? We are silly beings. Our we? But I think that God said, wow, focus what is true and noble and right and pure and lovely and admirable and praiseworthy and excellent. Think on these things. 
than the peace that passes understanding. There may be some, wow, this really sucks, but I'm having this peace that transcends that. Well, ding, da, ding, ding, you have inner access to that overcoming, transcending person and the person that empowers you to do that. And that's amazing. And update that often. Update that, that journal often and have it at hand when you can't think of one thing that's good. Because I guarantee you there is stuff, but sometimes we just, we, we just can't see it. And this will help flip you out of going to these horrible depressed areas. This is a cool one. Cultivate curiosity about the world around you. And I have to really credit my sister with this. My sister is so amazing about this. She's constantly like buying books on something new. Like, wow, I'm studying the Titanic. I'm really, what was about that? You know, oh, wow, I'm doing the, what was her thing? The beating. There was some, some, you guys know what it is and I don't really know what it is, but it's this new crafty thing that she's into. And then she did this and, and used to drive me a little nuts because she'd go from thing to thing to thing. But what I realized what it was, it was feeding her curiosity and wonder. And, you know, that's so amazing. That's beautiful. That was one of the things my mom had. She always had this uh, this curiosity. And that made her really childlike, even in her 70s. Oh, that's so great. Let's go check that out. You know, that was so great. I, I admire my sister and my mom so much about that and, and worked to, to cultivate that as well. Because, wow, when you're learning, you're growing. When you're growing, you're much happier. And, you know, find something. Find anything, even if it's just because you enjoy it. So if you want to learn a language and Korean and you're never going to go to Korea, you probably will at some point, but maybe you don't think you can. Well, just do it for the joy of doing it, right? That is, that is a, like a vote. Life, you're good. You're good to learn Korean, even though I may never go there, right? You're good to learn to, to, to bake or you're good to all the different things we can do. And these are beautiful things. And, and, you know, that is within your control, which brings me to my next point. Wow. Great segue, Catherine. Yay me. So (laughs) see, I see, I champion myself. You do that. It'll make you happy. Get on your side. It will make you happy. It's not arrogant. It's that we all need to be encouraged. And sometimes you and Jesus are the only ones that are in the room (laughs) or the only ones in the room that'll do that. This will help you. Number 18, release what you cannot control to Jesus. And there's a lot of things we cannot control. We cannot control what the stinking virus is doing. We cannot control how if people pro-vax, anti-vax, whatever. We can't control within reason a lot of the political dynamics. We can't control probably individually climate change or lack of climate change. But man, you can recycle. Do what you can do. Do what you can do and entrust the rest to Jesus. And we cannot control other people. We're supposed to love and honor, but we release the weight of them to Jesus. And guess what? He's actually better at his job than we are. What a concept. And then he will show you where where you come into partner, but release that. So you're not carrying the burden of it. You're not, it's a false responsibility to take responsibility for people. You're not equipped for it. You're not wired for it. You're not anointed for it. And it will break you down. And if you have a need to do that, you probably need to check, what is my need that I need to do this? Wow, that is really unhealthy. Jesus, help me. Just a thing right there. 19, what happens when you do have really negative emotions, when you have grief, when you're just pissed at the wazoo, whatever that is, you know, bring them to Jesus, bring Jesus into it. 
and let him help you carry it, but don't bury it. Listen, this medicating stuff is so counterproductive. I'm not saying never enjoy anything, of course, but allow those feelings to come up. You're a human being. Don't bury your heart because when you bury your heart, you become a dead person because your heart is where you live from. Okay, so to be fully human and fully alive means that we're going to experience pain in this world. You will have tribulation. But let me think, oh, yeah, cheer up because Jesus overcame the world. Look to Jesus. Help him over. Help. Let him help you overcome it and let him help you in the place where you just need to cry and mourn and whatever grief will do that because there is a time when that grief is turned into joy. And that is that overcoming power that that is within you. Uh, what you see now, oh, let me just help you because this just came from the Lord. What you see now is not all there is. I'm going to pause and let you write that. And I'm going to say it again. <laughs> what you see now is not all there is. Okay. And that is true. And let that carry you in the place where you're seeing horrific things. You're loved. Okay. Number 20, find someone to share your struggles and you may need to pay someone to do that. That is worth investing in because sometimes the people that you're sharing your struggles will just sort of one up and one up you and let their struggles worse than you. And then you're both in the pit. So that's, that's a no. Okay. <laughs> find someone who can actually help you and reframe it for you because they're not under it. Okay. Uh, make sure that you are surrounding yourself. I'm going to put this as 21. Surround yourself with positive people. Negative people will bring you down. And, and the people that are negative, you know, you're probably called maybe to minister to more, create some boundaries with. Um, but the positive ones will help bring you up. And then you can be positive and help bring them up. And we're, we're greater than the sum of our parts, aren't we? So, you know, and I believe the Lord's going to give you some more strategies. Right. He came that you might have and enjoy life to the full till it overflows. And he wasn't joking. Like if he came for that, then that is possible. And let me say this, just because your, your, your circumstances have victimized you, it doesn't mean that you're a victim. Oh my snap, snap out of that. Okay. That because what happens when you're a victim, you're looking for a rescuer. And I'm just saying you do have a savior, but he's going to empower you to connect with him in whatever way as he lifts you out to help you do what you can do. There may be a lot that you can't do, but there are things you can do. And that's the, that's the stepping stone that you stand on to get up. If you need help, go get help. Go get help and get it early. Do not suffer alone. Try, you can, Certainly try natural things, but I, I don't think it's a problem to um, to get an antidepressant. If you need an antidepressant as a temporary measure, great. Let's get those serotonin levels up so you can actually see something positive. Because if they're in the toilet, you could have Jesus Christ superstar in front of you and find a way to flip it for the negative. I'm just saying. <laughs> so do what you need to do, but practice these things and, it, and and your resilience will come back and you'll find you'll get out of that. And then sometimes just minister to, to some other people. I'm going to stick that one on there too. That's another good one. Minister to someone else because I guarantee you've got something valuable and it reminds you, wow, I have something of value even though I haven't overcome. All of it. All of it works together and you'll find yourself you're, that you're in a happier place. 
You really are. So if you're depressed, it is temporary. It does not define your life. Just because you have been doesn't mean you will. And do some positive things. Whatever there is that's positive, you can build on the positive. You can build on what you have. You cannot build on what you don't have. So we got to we gotta discipline ourselves not to whine so much. And it's okay to vent. Okay, but we need to build on something positive. So if you're going to whine, event, give yourself a prescribed period of time. <laughs> this is my time. Vomit all over the place, not on people. Okay, vomit where you need to vomit. And then, okay, now that I've done that, I'm pulling it together. This is one positive, productive thing that I can do in the midst of a lot that maybe you don't have control over. Anyway, I hope this is helpful for you today. Share this with someone who needs it. It is helpful. Even if you just pick five things, wow, that's five things more that you remember to do if you've done in the past. That's five things more than maybe you have been doing and your life will get better. Be blessed. You're wildly loved. Pull upon the one who loved you and gave himself up for you to help you come up to a higher place. Have an amazing day. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit catherinetoon.com.